Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. It's Football Friday. Super wild card weekend. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Bills, Steelers, 1 o'clock live Sunday right here. Right here, right now. Guys, light me on fire and throw me through a table. Look where we are. <laughs> wild card weekend and the Bills are a 10-point favorite against the Steelers. Amazing. How'd this happen? Here we are. Here the f*** we are. I hope it's bad weather because I think that's more fitting for Pittsburgh than it would be for Buffalo. Yeah. If something happens and the Bills lose, don't do that. Mike Danger. I think Pittsburgh will show up. These teams are very similar. The Bills have been pretty inconsistent in those wins. I have the Bills winning 21-17, but nothing's comfortable with this team. Happy birthday, Gene Battaglia. I'm with you on this. I think the Bills win. Hard for me to lay points in this game. Really hard for me to lay points. Yeah. The Patriots are sticking to the apparent plan promoting Gerard Mayo to replace Bill Belichick. Sabres with a victory by a score of 5-3. to three. Amherst Hockey, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Hey there, good afternoon. Pull up a stool and join us. Welcome on into the sports bar. It's Danger in Battaglia. Thanks for making us part of your afternoon, part of your sports weekend. No matter how you're listening at 95.7 FM or AM 950 locally in the free-to-download Odyssey app or if you're checking out the video stream, the Fan Rochester on YouTube, also on Twitch. I'm Mike Danger. That's Gene Battaglia. And everybody, please, a nice round of applause and a happy birthday for my partner, Mike Danger, who turns I don't know what today. You happy know, birthday, I don't, dude. I don't like this at all. Like, I, I'm so against the added <laughs> attention. I don't want it. I just keep my head down and, and do my job and, and, you know, go to work, and I don't want... I, I don't like crave validation. I don't necessarily look for recognition. My daughter and my wife. So Sandy, if you don't know, is Sandy from Spazano and Sandy. She's on the buzz uh, on 98.9 The Buzz. Spazano is off. So she did the show this morning with Marty Casper and with my daughter. She invited my 19-year-old daughter, Leah, to come in and, and sit in on the studio with her. Now, last night, uh, before she went to bed... She's like, how long are you going to stay in the basement? Because, you know, I want to decorate and you need to be surprised. And I, I'm like, look, don't decorate. I don't, I don't like it. I don't need it. I'm not a, a boy. I'm not a, a toddler. It doesn't mean anything. Streamers don't excite me. Like, it, you know, like I can appreciate the gesture and the thought. And that's all that matters. You're thinking of me. Thank you. I appreciate it. But you don't have to worry about decorating for me. I don't know when I'm going to come upstairs. I'm just going to watch yeah. the Sabres and I'll come up. You know, I'm not going to plan my, my night around the decorating of the, the house for my birthday. Plus, it's a mess and somebody's got to yeah. clean it up. I'm not a fan. I wake up this morning, 
get ready, go to work, get in my car. My car is decked out. So my little one went like blew up balloons, threw yeah. balloons in my car. I've got happy birthday signs all over the place, Star Wars birthday decorations. They know I'm a Star Wars nerd. So they got all this stuff in my car. And I don't plan on the extra time. I'm already up against it. I've got to be here by a certain time because I'm on the air with on CMF. On yeah. CMF. So, okay. So I'm kind of rolling my eyes. No harm, no foul. I get it done. I'm here on time. I get to my office upstairs. Because my daughter's in here with Sandy, she completely decorates my office. I got streamers, balloons, all kinds of crap, signs, all kinds of crap in my office. I'm like, I, I should, I, I feel blessed because it's nice to know that they care, but they're doing it because they know it's exactly, it drives me nuts. They're doing it because they know this is the reaction they're going to get. Like, I'm rolling my eyes at them. And then, of course, I come in here. And if you're watching the video stream, yeah, we got streamers, we got signs, we got all kinds of stuff. I know you shared it on, yep. on Elon's Twitter, on X at the Fan Rochester. Uh, we are uh, we are fully festive, and um, guess who's going to end up having to clean this up? <laughs> That'll be <laughs> that's, me. That's the irony. It's yep. like, oh, wait. Your daughters aren't going to be here coming nope. up, and Sandy's not going to come down. No, nope, that'll the, the be me. Studio. I'll be cleaning the streamers uh, out of the, the sports bar and, and cleaning the streamers out of my office and had to get them out of my car in order to drive properly this <laughs> this morning. My goodness. But thank you, Gene, and thank you to all the – it's overwhelming, honestly. To, your birthdays now have become overwhelming because everybody knows it's your birthday because of social media. Right. And people that you talk to less than once a year will reach out to you directly to say happy birthday. And it's like, hey, happy birthday. Where you been the last 12 months? But I appreciate every <laughs> single one of those messages as overwhelming as it is. It's it's humbling. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun day. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny. I thought it was Breezy who put the stuff up. I giving her ready to give her the credit. Well, it was six years ago on my birthday where the PXY knuckleheads did the same thing. They went over and above in my office. They took they they barbified my office. Everything was pink. They took pink gift wrap, like shiny uh, gift wrap on my door. They had strobe lights going on there. It was it was like studio 54 in my office and they did that as a it was almost like a prank they did yeah it was yeah. like a gag and i'm like yeah. okay I, I guess i'm gonna order a pizza for lunch so that we can all eat lunch together while we clean this up my god and that was my only like look i don't have i don't have the time to clean it up so let's let's work together let's clean it up this my kid did it i will i will gladly clean. i it think up. we leave it up for the weekend i think we come back and we figure out, boy, remember when that was up and we were wondering what the Buffalo Bills were going to be doing? Now we'll take it down. I think I think it stays up this weekend, Mike Danger. You're not taking it down. Your birthday is today. No. And you're going to leave tonight. Okay. And uh, for everybody, including Joe Capagreco, <laughs> I think Joe Capagreco <laughs> has to look at this. Now you're on board, aren't you? The Italian carries. <laughs> what I is do it? it? I want to wish you make a danger. Happy birthday. I don't know what they do to my studio, but the stream is everywhere in my studio. You're not kidding. It, it, we're, we're working in Joe Capricorn's yeah, studio. studio. Yeah, Absolutely. Studio. Just put his name on it. Um, all right. You're right. You know what? Maybe I will keep him up this weekend and we'll come back on Monday. Uh, a federal holiday. We're working. We'll be here. We'll have reaction, whether positive or negative, to what goes on. Or will we? Will Monday be different? Because now, what we've been saying for the last 24, 48 hours with this weather, it's starting to get real. 
What do we know? Yeah, what do we know? Well, the National Weather Service this afternoon put out one of these fancy, easy-to-read maps. And in this map, they're showing uh, what what is going to be the accumulation Saturday night into Sunday. And for Buffalo all the way down to Orchard Park. So that's noteworthy because sometimes these bands like the Colt game, they don't hit Buffalo, but for that wide, wide area, 100% chance of six inches. So they're saying at minimum, it's going to be, you know, a Half messy, a foot. Yeah, messy, slow commute. Okay. But you never know where that band may, may set up. So Kathy Hochul, and I got to check this, she either has or will declare a state of emergency in New York for the winter weather here. So what does that mean for this game? Adam Schefter, one hour ago, tweeted out that same photo and said, as far as the NFL is concerned, everything is status quo. Mm. But what I'm telling you is you got to stay tuned this week. And I'm not saying that from account has to go watch longer, you know, fear, fear, fear. This is actually one, like if you have tickets to the game or you're curious about the game, I, I could just, what would be the harm? Let me just put this out there. I'm moving the game to Monday night. I know you may have tickets, but it is a holiday, number one. And whatever this system is, it'll pass through. And would you rather have the Bills playing in a foot of snow where it's going to get weird? And would you? Ha- it would be a nightmare for the season to end like that. Would you rather have the thing clear out and play on a nice, clean surface. They might be a little cold. You know where I'm going to go next, right? Because it's what we always hear when this happens. Right! Right! Well, what are we doing? What are we doing? It has nothing to do with the system. That's the thing. It's like it's the Warren Sharp dumbest take of the year award. Warren Sharp last year, who I think is very smart, said, why would you not build a dome? This is before they moved the Lions game because it's a public safety issue. Okay, so if you had a dome today, the game's not getting played on Sunday. If if you d- decided, like, it's people getting to and from the game safely. That is the issue. If we're talking about football and the enjoyment and the quality of play. That's a different conversation. It's a different conversation. Well, they are a team that is built for a dome. No. Yes. <laughs> but like 30 years from now, I don't know what iteration gonna, Yeah, is. but they're not going to regress. It's not like the NFL is going to go backwards and you're going to start seeing them run the wing T because they want to ground and pound any. Like, that's not happening anymore. This is where the NFL is. It's I'd where it's going. i say this, though. How about this? Would you agree with this or no? That in the McDermott era, this team, I don't know if they're built for this, but they want a cowboy game like this. They Of all the teams, they're the most built for this. Uh, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, for sure. And and not only that, the offensive line has been fantastic this year. This is the best performance Sean McDermott team has gotten out of his offensive line. Not just the individuals, but all of them being healthy, playing every game, the continuity. It's all there. And uh, they're a big reason why the Bills are in this position. I think it is that offensive line that we don't talk enough about. Yeah, and the defensive line too, certainly. And if you listen to one Bills live, Sometimes you got to listen carefully for little tells. The fact that Chris Brown is talking about Linval Joseph, he was inactive down in Miami. Mm. But Linval Joseph, remember they signed him midseason. 
massive human being, just kind of a run-stuffing defensive tackle who was kind of quasi-retired, wasn't in camp. He's at that stage of his life. But can you get the best out of Linvald Joseph, for one? If Chris Brown is talking about Linvald Joseph, okay, that's going to be the mindset. He's definitely going to be active. And if you put Linvald Joseph spelling Daquan Jones, or dare I say on a third one, put the two of them together, holy mackerel, look out. So good luck running the ball, Pittsburgh. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about Pittsburgh and the Steelers as they come in when later this afternoon we're joined by ESPN's Brooke Pryor covering the Steelers for ESPN's NFL Nation. She'll stop by right around 425. I'm going to tell the Brooke this off the air and for any media fen- friends or if you're at the game yourself, bring a shovel. Okay, bring a shovel. I did that last time. I told Armando, hey, if you're stuck, because that Colt game danger, I had to like, can't go out to your car. It's like, oh my gosh, how am I getting out of this? And you do the, you, know, you twist and turn the, the wheel back and forth, and finally you get enough traction, then you're out. Um, get yeah, a shovel. Yeah, bring a shovel. Not just the, a snow brush. A snow brush won't cut it. You need no, to bring a shovel. Bring a shovel just in case you need to kind of dig out a little bit. Do you need bit. to borrow the man plow? I can have my man plow if you need it, Gino, Sunday. You know what? I want you to have the man plow because that is important in North Greece. I don't think we're getting all that much. How much I, well, are we getting? I mean, you mentioned not- Count Hetzko. I mean, I did actually see his report uh, saying that the heaviest snow will be west of Rochester, Batavia to Buffalo. That's where they will get six, seven, eight inches of snow. You should be very, very... You, I'm Wait, glad where, you Where Gene go? Gene's gone all of a sudden from the video. I don't know where Gene went. You should be watching I just hear the voice of Count Hetzko. 13 VAM news tonight, because if you don't, well, if you don't watch, you don't know, and you should be very, very scared. So you need to watch longer, and I will tell you, in Buffalo, 18, 19, 20... Ah, 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 ah. I tell Al Hot, we need to lead with this. Now, in fact, no news tonight, I just me. Al, Count Hetzko's telling Al Hart how to run the broadcast now. That's that's good. How many years has Al Hart been on the air at, at 13? What, 60? 55, 56, 57. <laughs> very, very close. It's good that you count. Amazing. Um. Anyways, well, Brooke, yes, get a shovel. <laughs> I think Brooke probably... Is equipped being from Pittsburgh, but you, you it's different here. It is different here. You you want to be properly equipped, bring a shovel. Yeah, and I would say leave early, especially with Steeler fans. They don't know where they're going half the time. Yeah. Like for the Steeler fan that doesn't have you you go to Bill Ga- Bill's game regularly, you know A, B, C, you got your points. Just just pull it ahead there. Like as Tom George would say, Man, give yourself an extra half an hour. Double your triple, double triple your time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Danger, uh, danger. <laughs> Gurney's on the expressways. Rest his soul. TJ Glasser, the host of BetQL's Send It In, stops by the sports bar in about 10, 15 minutes here with his wild card weekend plays in the NFL. Yes. Yeah, so the Bills line moved a little bit. It was at 10 yesterday. Now it's at nine and a half. Pittsburgh getting that, but the over-under has just crashed here at 34. Yeah. Which... What game was it? It was the Big Ten championship game. Remember that tight window where, yeah. like, Michigan was favored by 25 and, like, the over-under was 20? It, it was something crazy. That's a pretty tight window if you think about it. Over-under at 34 and the Bills giving 9.5. If you want the Bills and the under, mm, that's uh, it's a very predictable score. I mean, I, I, I keep getting back to this, though, Danger. That looks like a sucker. Bet. I feel 
I feel bad that I didn't take advantage of Bills minus 10 I, I, or Pittsburgh plus 10. I should have taken the Steelers plus 10 or plus 10 and a half if you could find it because now I've got it at, at plus nine and a half. And I, I feel like that might be the line. Like you yeah. could certainly see this being Bills 24, Pittsburgh 14, and then you would lose if you took Pittsburgh with the points. Uh, but we'll get PJ's take on that. Uh, and and all the other games too, five five other games to discuss as well, and plenty of intriguing storylines. Um, let's get you some winners, some prop bets, prop, prop bets that he might like as well. We'll uh, dive into Super Wild Card Weekend from a sports betting perspective with PJ Glasser, the host of BetQL's. Send it in here in about ten minutes or so. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. John writing in our handle on X, the fan Rochester, instead of happy birthday, here's a good morning. Go Bills. God, I meant to start the show by saying good morning. That's going to be my new signature, Gino. Good morning. Welcome on into the sports bar. Like, what? What did he just say? Good morning. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's right. So this is like from when you go to your West Side Country Club. Uh, you say good morning to the attendant checking I'm, you in, and then they don't they don't react. It's kind of but it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Usually, the thing that gets me is I'll get a late start on a Saturday or a Sunday. I'd like to go to the gym earlier. I'd like to go to the West Side Country Club before noon. I'd like to go in the morning, but it never works out that way. It's always right on the edge, and it, you know I'll look at the clock as I'm walking in. I'm like, oh. I have to consciously tell myself that it's afternoon and not say good morning because good morning is the default. Hey, good morning. It's the default. Yeah. And I feel like the more confident you say it, the more respect you get. So it's good morning. It d- doesn't matter. I mean, like even if it's three o'clock in the afternoon, good morning. Good morning. Welcome into the sports bar. Thanks for uh, reaching out, John. We appreciate you and everybody else that makes a sports bar part of their afternoon. <laughs> They hired a new coach today in New England. I saw that. Or not really a new coach. He's been there. Gerard Mayo, promoted. So when you're promoted, you don't have to go through all the interview, pro- which I would just kind of wonder, why wouldn't you just kind of wait? Unless you're thinking Mayo get, may get other offers. But we heard he was a coach in waiting, and ta-da, that ended up being the case. So to me, actually, this is great news for everybody in Western New York, because what really changes in New England? Uh, well, I imagine his coaching staff changes some, right? You're not bringing back all the same guys. I'm wondering what happens to the kid. I'm wondering what happens to Steve Belichick. Not that, not that Steve Belichick is, you know, what stirs the sauce. I mean, like where he ends up, he probably goes no, with his old man. Yeah, probably goes with daddy. But <laughs> this is the fascinating thing about this week. Like, hey, what if Philadelphia wins Monday night? They went to the Super Bowl last year. They could win in Tampa. I mean, we're kind of just ruling that one out. What if Dallas wins? Well, they should. They're the number two seed. My point being, those are kind of the prime jobs I would think Belichick would want, except they're not open. You really think he wants to go to Atlanta? You, I could certainly say, like, Carolina is not attractive. Like, what is the – right now, of all the open positions, is there anyone that you say, oh, yeah, Bill Belichick is going there? Absolutely not. I can't see him as a charter head coach. I can't see him in Seattle or Nashville or anywhere else that's open. Yeah. Um, no, it feels like if you were to go anywhere, it would be a team that's right now preparing for a playoff game. Uh, maybe it's Philly. Maybe it's Dallas maybe it is a team like Tennessee. I don't know, but, but I'm going to give you another one and I'll drink to that next, next hour. Okay. Again, another, a team that missed the postseason, and we're kind of blind to this. I, I, you can kind of figure this out, but like a team that right now I, 
I think that this time next year, we'll be looking for a new head coach. So why wait? Do the move now. So it was a clause in Mayo's contract that made him Belichick's successor and allowed the Patriots to move forward. I mean, I guess that's that's a power move by Mayo. You get that worked into your contract when you sign to be whatever his their inside linebackers coach, and I'm next in line. I mean, what did Josh McDaniels not have that Gerard Mayo did have to get that worked into his deal? Maybe he did and just got tired of waiting around like mm-hmm. the old man's never going to leave. Right. Right. Uh, so that's the big news out of New England. Uh, the big news out of Buffalo today, Sean McDermott ruling out Gabe Davis, Taylor Rapp. They will both miss Sunday's wildcard matchup against the Steelers. You'll have a few questionable tags here with uh, corner Rasul Douglas and linebacker Tyrell Dodson, both questionable headed into the weekend. Did not practice today, if I'm not mistaken. No. So um, there are some minor changes here. Like in women's hockey, they're moving the Mercyhurst game. So as far as I, I keep refreshing Twitter here, Danger, like, yes, those are the two storylines, two players that are questionable. And then the weather here, um, just in regards to what may happen or may not happen coming up Sunday. Lots of strong debate happening online and uh, by the talking heads today as well. All the all pro team is, is just a series of takes. It's just takes. It's takes in the form of here who here's who we think are the best players in the NFL. And inevitably, when the list comes out and you see the entire NFL all pro team, somebody feels snubbed. Somebody didn't deserve to be there. Somebody's more deserving of that position. It's what's different about this is it's not the NFL. It's the Associated Press. So these are. The football writers of America, Mike Danger, that are putting this together because we take football very seriously. We are the writers. Um, what, what would the NFL, I'm sure, would like is, hey, we don't need this on the Friday of wildcard weekend. Do this in the offseason and have the debate then and everything else. To me, I almost don't have any time for this today. I know a lot of people are, are debating, my gosh, how could the, the only one Buffalo Bill made the, the, the all-pro, and it was actually the second team, Taron Johnson. Yeah. And they never put a, you know the, the nickel back in there. It's a new position that they did. And uh, look, Taron Johnson's been valuable. But if you ask me, who would be the most likely to make all-pro for the Buffalo Bills? I didn't have Taron Johnson at the top. No. You can make a case for Ed Oliver. You could certainly make a case for Josh Allen. Um, Lamar Jackson, by the way, winning first team all pro honors at quarterback. Yeah, uh, 45 votes. Brock Purdy had two. Josh Allen had one. It, it, the thing with Josh Allen is the turnovers. The turnovers and in big spotlight games. Because when are the writers watching? Well, when the game is on. And look, that chat opener, horrible. Cincinnati game, not great. So some of uh, Josh's uh, poorer games happened when they were on national television. You had three unanimous selections, by the way, uh, with Tyree Kill of the Dolphins and a couple of 49ers, both Christian McCaffrey and linebacker Fred Warner, all unanimous, all pro selections. So that... Uh, was released today. And and just one more NFL note before we get to P.J. Glasser here. The Commanders have a new GM or VP of Football Ops or whatever their title is that they're going to give him. Adam Peters is inbound after being the assistant GM to John Lynch in San Francisco. Uh, the Niners, I, I guess, tried to keep him. He's a valuable guy. And uh, now he's got the uh, task of trying to find a new head coach for the Commanders. Um, we have breaking news here in the sports bar, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Ow! 
It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Pete Thamel reporting, Kalen DeBoer has informed Washington officials he's taking the job at Alabama. He's going to tell his team too soon. Wow. That's a tough spot. That's a tough spot, man. Good for him. Well, I I can see why. Look, that's the most you could. Like, how much further are you taking Washington? By the way, Washington ain't in the Pac-12 anymore. You're in with the big boys here of uh, Michigan and Ohio State. So your path is much more difficult. Uh, Yeah, he got the most out of that. And I know Maggie Gray just tweeted out. It's good that Alabama went outside the family here for this. I agree with that. I think that this is... uh, I mean, it's a real tough job. You're in the shadow of the greatest of all time, and expectations will always be high. But you know, the thing about that DeBoer guy that I like, he just feels like he's bulletproof. He feels like he's made of just sandpaper and grit, and that might be that'll, exactly the kind of yeah, guy that'll that, play down there. Yeah, that you want in that position. I, I kind of like that move. I feel bad for for University of Washington. But, I mean, what do you do if you're at UW? You you parlay that success <laughs> to a better job. <laughs> this is the difference between college football and the NFL. That happened within 48 hours? Yeah. Like, saving out, we're going to go poach the coach. Or excuse me. The coach will leave. The team that was the runner-up. How? How quickly are they getting through their interviews here? What is their interview process like? Are they held to the same standard that we are when it comes to hiring an EEO? They're not, right? It's a joke. That's what I'm saying. It's an absolute joke. I hate that. Well, the only standard that exists is a double standard, so I shouldn't be surprised. But they didn't move very... uh, they didn't take their time on that one. That was no. that was a pretty <laughs> deliberate move. All right, let's get to PJ Glasser. He's the host of BetQL's Send It In. You can hear it in the Odyssey app. You can find it on YouTube and Twitch as well on the BetQL network. PJ is going to share his winners for Super Wildcard Weekend next. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rush. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chester, the fan Rochester sports update. Buffalo Bills Friday injury report. Gabe Davis and Taylor Rapp are both out. Listed as questionable, Rasul Douglas and Tyrell Dotson. Stephon Diggs, he is ready. Trying to lead my team in the right way and uh, stack these wins. At this point, you know, you're guaranteed one game at this point. You know, this season has been a season. Uh, going into the playoffs, I'm really just trying to stay in the right mind frame. 
stay focused on the task at hand. Now, weather continues to be a major concern. Governor Kathy Hochul has declared a state of emergency for Western New York. That's going to run through the weekend. Our pregame coverage Sunday will begin at 9 a.m. here on the Fan Rochester. Amherst Hockey tonight, the team in Charlotte. Then the outdoor game tomorrow night. Drop Mayo is the new head coach of the New England Patriots. And this is just in. Pete Thamel reporting Alabama is hiring Washington head coach Kalen DeBoer. Gene Battaglia, the sports leader. The Fan Rochester. Meet or on the rocks, it's the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. It does, Um, and you guys know we've talked about this before, right? Having a good running game overall um, is important in in this game of, of football and then also down the stretch, in particular because of where we live. Um, Pittsburgh has a good running game. I believe we have a good running game as well, and um, that is important for both sides, I'm sure. Bills head coach Sean McDermott, a little preview of what the desire might be with weather looking to be a factor in Orchard Park if they are indeed playing on Sunday. Welcome back into the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia. We welcome in as we do every week. Talk about his favorite plays from Super Wild Card Weekend. The host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. I want to talk Super Wild Card Weekend with you, PJ. I know you're a Bama guy, so I want to get your take on DeBoer. But I also know that there was a head coaching change today, an announcement made today. I mean, they didn't waste any time. But I, I, I know Belichick is out in New England. I'm forgetting. I just mentioned it, too. I, I, I can't know, remember I was, it. I was zoning out oh. while you were talking like I normally do pj do you who, help us out here it was a little bit of breaking news this morning who's the new head coach in new england gerard mayo guys is taking over for bill belichick uh a new era starts in new england did, did you have one queued up or was that the one you were going to go with I, I thought we were going to go with you know the bama coaching search and how they passed on <laughs> i thought maybe we would go that route but mayo was a good option fellas that was good too Oh, PJ, you are such a sport. Uh, PJ, uh, before we talk about all these uh, these games coming up, and you were at the Rose Bowl, you do like Alabama football. Kalen yep. DeBoer, what's your reaction here to uh, th- them going after the Washington head coach? I'm really happy, guys. I-, I wanted one of three guys. It was either him, Sark, or Dan Lanning. I thought any three of the guys would have been a home run hire. Obviously, Lanning and Sark have been on the Alabama staff before. Both guys have ties to the SEC. Both have proven that they can win at a high level. I mean, Dan Lanning, what he's done at Oregon, he was a DC at Georgia. Sark obviously just made the playoff with Texas. And then you got DeBoer who beat both of those guys this season. He beat Lanning twice. He beat Sark uh, in the playoff. X's and O's wise, it doesn't get much better than DeBoer. He's an offensive genius. I, I just, I can't wait to watch his offenses in Tuscaloosa. I think the one concern that people have is just the fact that there's really no experience with him in the SEC. There's no real recruiting ties there. But from my perspective, I kind of think it's a good thing, right? Like replacing Nick Saban is just, it's never going to happen. It's not even going to come close to happening. So why get somebody to compete in the recruiting grounds with Kirby, Lane Kiffin, and all those SEC coaches when you have a guy like DeBoer who's got all these ties to the West Coast? So Interesting to see how that translates in the SEC and uh, what they're able to do moving forward. But I think it's a home run hire. The dude wins everywhere he goes. 
And uh, I think he'll be able to continue to do that at Bama. And he just comes across as nails. Like the guy just comes across as the toughest guy on the field. He almost feels to me like the Dan Campbell of college football. Not not as, you know, obviously not as eloquent as Dan Campbell. But you know what I'm saying, PJ? Like the guy yeah. just has this toughness about him um, that, that I feel will play well with the Crimson Tide. And, and kind of, you know, you, you need a personality in there that's going to make you forget that Nick Saban was your coach before. No question. And obviously the search guys have taken a little longer than maybe people thought. And there were good questions raised. Like, does anybody even want this job? I mean, the expectations are going to be so impossible that all these coaches are in good spots right now where they could stay at their universities and continue building what they are, whether it was Sark, Lanning, Mike Norvell, whoever it was. And obviously with Washington having all these seniors, it felt like a good time for DeBoer to move on. But like you said, Danger, I just like the fact that on the sidelines, he never really gets too high or too low to your point. He's just kind of stoic, and his, his players, they, they love him, and he's a great coach, and I, I think he, it's, it's a great hire. PJ Glasser is your host of Send It In weekdays on the BetQL Network. Now to the playoffs, PJ. And let's start with the game that's uh, near and dear to our hearts, uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. PJ, I, I am slamming on the brakes here. I, I, this looks like <laughs> a soccer bet. Like, wait a second. In a game that's going to be weather, and mind you, the over-under has gone way down here to 34, but the line itself really hasn't moved all that much. It's almost like they're saying, hey, uh, we really, really would like you to come and place your points here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. PJ, am I wrong for thinking that that looks too good to be true? What are your thoughts here on Pittsburgh getting Nine and a half. Guys, of all these games, it's probably the one I'm the least confident in just because of the weather and the wind and how it's going to affect the game. Like, you would think it's probably going to be in the advantage of Pittsburgh just because, I mean, as you guys know, Allen's good for at least one turnover, if not two, every single game. If you're a big underdog, that's what you need. You need the extra possessions. You need to create turnovers. The Steelers have won three in a row ever since Mason Rudolph's taken over. They found an identity on the ground. They're starting to use Najee Harris the way he was meant to be with Jalen Warren is a great compliment. Now, the T.J. Watt loss is a huge injury, especially in a game like this and the way that he can take over a game and wreck it. But uh, I would probably lean Pittsburgh, guys. I do think Buffalo wins the game, but that that is a lot of points. And with Mike Tomlin, I just – I trust them to create a game plan to find a way to muck it up and keep it close. And as you guys know, I mean, the Bills were in a dogfight last week against Miami, right? That game was physical. It came down to the wire. Now they got to turn around and play against another physical Steelers team. So I do think the Bills win. My least confident bet of the week, like I said, but I, I would lean Pittsburgh. All right. So does the story tale uh, end here for Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns as they head down to, to Houston to take on the Texans. We saw what they did just a couple of weeks ago in Houston, but that was a Houston team without C.J. Stroud, P.J. Guys, there's no way I'm betting against Joe Flacco. Not in the wild card round. 5-0 and straight up, 5-0 and against the spread. Flacco, as we know, it's it's been unbelievable. Like you said, Danger, I mean, the magic. That's what it's been the last three or four weeks. And Flacco, if there's one thing I know about him, the guy is just a gamer in playoff time. There's a reason we call him January Joe. He's something else. These two teams, like you said, they did play. 
about three weeks ago, Stroud wasn't there. So I kind of like the over in the game, guys. It feels a little low to me. I think there could be some points there. I target some David Njoku props. Three of the last four games, he's gone over 90 receiving yards. The one game he did not do that was against Houston, but that's because Amari Cooper went for 265. So I think Houston tries to take him away. That's going to open some things up for Njoku, so I would look at his props. I do like Cleveland to win the game. I just take him on the money line, but uh, it, it should be close. I think I think Houston in a teaser is a good look as well this week. Yeah, so that leads us to Saturday night, and the Chiefs rested some of their key people. The Dolphins were fighting tooth and nail to win the AFC East, did not go their way. And we're talking dangerous conditions here, PJ, and the uh, ticket market has crashed for this game. You can uh, get tickets for lower than, uh, you know, just like a preseason game here. I think it's I saw it down to $38 now. So Dolphins and Chiefs, though, from a betting standpoint, Miami – the four and a half. Can the Dolphins keep this close? You know, originally, Gene, I didn't think so, especially when the line was at three, three and a half. But man, now we're getting four and a half, guys. I think there's some fives starting to pop up. Like maybe Miami can hang around and keep it close. I mean, the stats that we they've been throwing around all week or since January of 2017, Miami's 1-17 straight up in games that are 49 degrees or below. And this game, guys, as we know, is going to be like negative temperature. Two is not used to this stuff. The Dolphins have struggled against good teams all year. The play that I like is the under. The weather is a big reason. But also think about the Dolphins this year. Think about their offenses when they've gone up against good teams. As you guys know, they scored 20 and 14 against Buffalo in their two meetings. They scored 19 against the Ravens, 14 against the Chiefs in Germany, 17 against the Eagles earlier in the year. We think Miami, we think about this great offense. It hasn't been that way when they go up against good teams. Then on the other side, we got the Chiefs and their receivers who have the most drop passes in the NFL this year. Now we're throwing them in freezing temperature. I think the under is the way to go. So that's my play in that game. PJ, a little bit more on that game. Just because the Dolphins side of the ball here, if you have Waddle, if you have Mostert, it's not the same offense that we saw just a week ago against Buffalo. Does that sway you in any way? Do you like any of the offensive props there for, for Miami? If if this game does get... I, I like the under as well, but if you do see some points here between these two teams, any of those turning your head? Yeah, danger. The one guy I would target in this game is A-Chain, because to your point, no Mostert, no Waddle. Obviously, Hill going up against his former team. If you're Mike McDaniel, you got to be careful with Tua, because he just hasn't been great as of late, hasn't been good against good teams, as, as I highlighted. But A-Chain's that big, he's the speedster that can change a game, that can flip it on its head. And in cold temperature like that, you're going to want to run the ball to begin with. So, A-Chain is the guy that I would look at. I think he is going to be the focal point for the Dolphins this week. If they have any chance of upsetting Kansas City or covering that spread or keep it close, I think he's going to have to have a big game. So without Moster, without Waddle, Hill's banged up, Tua's banged up. A-Chain is the guy, I think. If I'm betting Miami, he, he's the one I would target. I think something important to point out, it's obvious, but like here in Western New York, PJ, you're going to uh, you're gonna have a frozen field, right? And you're going to have wind. Um, that yeah. stadium in at Arrowhead, they've got the heated coils. If you're watching this on television, um, the field itself is actually going to be okay. The footing should be just fine. It's a good point, Gene. Yeah, it's a good point. I, uh, you know, Kansas City's used to this stuff. Mahomes is really good in cold weather. I mean, there'll be offensive linemen, as we know, defensive linemen. They'll be wearing short sleeves. So 
it's a mentality thing. Those guys wouldn't be affected by it, especially on the KC side. I do think for Miami, though, they're, they're going to feel the effects of it. Um, but A-Chain, I think they got to get going. I just I don't trust to a guy that grew up in Hawaii, went to school in Alabama, plays quarterback in Miami. Like He's just not going to want to play in that. So uh, it's a good point about the, the field and the heated, uh, the heated field in Kansas City. I like A-Chain, and then I like Pacheco for the Chiefs, too. I think both teams try to run the ball. PJ, uh, Dallas fans would be the first to admit and brace themselves for some sort of a letdown. Letdown could be coming. They, they, they know that at some point they're going to be disappointed. This team always yeah. seems to do it. Is it against the Green Bay Packers at home on Sunday afternoon? I actually think it is danger. This is my big upset of the week. I like Green Bay. Early on, I was going back and forth between this game. But as we get closer and closer to kickoff, like I really do think Green Bay has a great chance of winning this game. And the reason being, we all know Dallas has been awesome at home all season, right? They've been great. Their last home game we saw them was against Detroit. And that was really the closest thing we got to a playoff game, right? Both teams were competing for the two seed, maybe an outside shot at the one seed. Dallas was trying to win the division, all these different things, so much on the line. And Dallas should have lost that game. And we just go into this game with all the pressure on Dallas. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year for Green Bay. Love's been awesome here the last three weeks for the Packers. Dallas's defense is hit or miss, and it's, you know, McCarthy in the playoffs, and do you trust the Cowboys in a big spot? Not only that, think about the Packers, guys. Throughout the season, touchdown home dogs to Kansas City. They beat them at Lambeau on Thanksgiving Day against Detroit. They beat them outright. Like, we've seen the Packers in this spot, and they have delivered before. I think they can do it again. So uh, I like the Packers a lot, plus seven. We know Bills, Chiefs. Cowboys are going to be in every money line parlay this week. One of those underdogs is going to give somebody a game. I think the Packers have a good shot. So uh, give me Green Bay plus the points. Sprinkle some money line too. All right. So it's a non-betting question. We just want your take here, PJ, because if that happens, does Jerry blow out McCarthy and clear the deck here from Belichick? He does. He does. And that's that's a big reason why I, I kind of think it's going to happen, Jane, because I, I just think maybe we're going to get Belichick in Dallas, which is going to be insane. But I don't know about you guys. I think McCarthy's almost got to win two games, especially with Belichick available. I don't think Harbaugh would take the job, but he certainly would be at the top of the list, I'm sure. At this point, we know McCarthy can win in the regular season. We know Dallas can win in the in the regular season. It's the postseason, and your heavy favorites against Green Bay. Likely, you're getting Philadelphia, maybe Detroit next week, or Tampa Bay, possibly at home. You're going to be favorites in that game. I think McCarthy's got to win both games, both home games, to secure his spot. So whether it's this week or it's next week, if if they don't make it to the NFC title game. I do think Belichick's going to be the coach in Dallas. PJ, the Detroit Lions have been waiting years to showcase their new, not even new anymore, new stadium uh, on a bigger national stage with playoff football. The Lions are hosting a playoff game at Ford Field, and I just think it's terrible that the team that's going to be coming in is fronted by the guy that was their quarterback for all those years. A guy that kind of wanted out of Detroit, won a Super Bowl with the prettier girl, and now is coming back into Detroit. I don't want to see Detroit fans get their hearts ripped out. They deserve more than that. 
but I almost feel like this spot begs for the Rams to go in there and win based on how they've been playing recently as well. PJ, what are your thoughts on the Sunday nighter? Guys, my favorite bet of the week. This is the game I'm most excited to watch. Love the Rams plus three. Love the Rams outright. Everything you said, danger. They're they're the team right now. They're it's the Bills in the AFC and it's the Rams in the NFC. It's the teams you don't want to see. They're getting hot at the right time. The way that I look at this game, I think both offenses are comparable. We know Detroit can score. We know the Rams can score. We know all the weapons on both sides. We know the play calling with McVay and Ben Johnson are both elite. I think defensively, I'm much more have confidence in the Rams. And obviously a quarterback like Jared Goff, who is not the most mobile, what is the thing that would frustrate him the most? That's pressure up the middle. The Rams have Aaron Donald. The Lions pass defense, as we know, very suspect, very gettable. And then from a head coaching perspective, I think the Rams have a huge advantage in this game. I like Dan Campbell a lot. McVay's coached in two Super Bowls. He's won one with Stafford. They know what it takes this time of year. And we just saw some of it in that Cowboys game again, going back to that, like, Dan Campbell, is he going to be ready for these big moments? Like, does his aggression just almost hurt him too much? Like, we all love his win mentality and how he's always all in and he's aggressive. But like you said, Danger, Detroit fans have been waiting for this so long. Jared Goff's going up against a team that told him that he wasn't good enough to be their quarterback. It just feels like the Rams are going to be a little more composed. They're a little more ready for this moment where I think the over-aggression of Detroit could hurt them a little bit in this game. I can't wait to watch it. I hope it's the 38-35 shootout that we're all hoping it's going to be. But I like the Rams plus the three, and I like them to win the game. Yeah, P.J. Glasser, one game, uh, the last one being Monday night. And look, if it weren't for a Christmas night win over the Giants, the Eagles would have a six-game losing streak entering this game. So Philadelphia falling apart here. But do they find something here late? It's not like the Buccaneers are, are this world-beating team here. Yes, they won the division. So how do you play Tampa Bay giving up three points here? I like the over, Gene. That's, that's the play that I like the most is the over 43 and a half. I think 24 to 21, something like that, is more than reasonable. And that would get us an over in this game. Philadelphia's pass defense, their defensive line early in the year was great. And it kind of took away from it kind of masked how bad their secondary was. And now that the D-line isn't performing like it was earlier in the year, we're really starting to see how bad that secondary is. So I think Tampa Bay is going to be able to score some points in this game. I think the Eagles are going to be able to score some points as well. So I do like the over. As for the side, Gene, I lean towards the Eagles. It's not one of my favorite plays of the week. I, I do think we're going to get a good opportunity to fade Philadelphia most likely this week or next week. I just don't think this week is the right spot to do that. So I, uh, I like the over for sure, and I would lean towards Philadelphia in the game, but certainly a team I'm not looking to invest in long term. All right, PJ, you've got a week worth of send it in shows in your rearview mirror, but we know that the, that there's no stopping your game. You're hustling all the time. Are you, are you doing a, a weekend show that we can check out on the BetQL network? Yeah, guys, we'll be on. Uh, we'll be still at the sports book at MGM National Harbor, just outside Washington D.C., inside the betting lines with myself and JP Flame. So you can watch us on Twitch.tv/slash/betql, YouTube/backslash/Odyssey Sports. We'll be there from one to five, 
and uh, we'll, we'll be live reacting to your guys' game, Bills, Bills and Steelers, and then a little bit of Packers and Cowboys as well. Am I going to be seeing you guys next week? Like, is there any fear that the station's going to blow away with the winds or anything like that? Like, are we going to be, are we going to be good guys? Like, well, sure. I, this is, it drives me crazy because we're so equipped for what they're projecting to happen. Yet we treat yeah. it like it's going to be the apocalypse. It's, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. They, they, you know, I want everybody to be safe. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but it, it just drives me nuts. It, it, it makes it, it makes it look like what, you're saying like it drives me crazy because everybody thinks oh my god what's going on in western New York? like well we'll be okay we'll be fine <laughs> there you go are you guys going to the game on oh, we, on oh yeah oh yeah we're, we're, we're gonna be in the comfy press box there, gino's PJ. bringing yeah. his uh, shovel to the yeah, game i'm bringing my shovel i should tweet you uh i'll, I'll send you a picture of what my car looked like after that bill's colts game uh, a few years ago that yeah it was like uh, buried buried yeah i'm like oh fantastic so just bracing for all Love conditions there Love that. Well, you guys enjoy. You know, as a Ravens fan, there are two teams I root for every week, the Ravens and whoever plays the Steelers. So let's go, Bills. Let's go, Bills. You got it, PJ. Take care, buddy. PJ Glasser, the host of Send It In on the BetQL Network. You can find that inside the Odyssey app. You can find it on YouTube and on Twitch as well. PJ does a great job, and our insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. So this doesn't line up like it did last time, meaning you, you, the Bills have had a game move before. I mean, it was just one season ago, the 2022 season, uh, right before Thanksgiving, that Browns game got moved. It was on Thursday night of that week. It got moved. So it was going to be a Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff. They made the termination on Thursday night, but I think the, the storm had already begun at that point. So a little bit of different circumstances here. But uh, again, state of emergency declared uh, for the Buffalo region. And uh, I don't know. You know the, the NFL isn't saying anything at this point. <laughs> they won't say anything unless they absolutely positively have to. Everything will be full steam ahead. What would be the harm of having a double header on Monday night? Other than it's a little inconvenient for everybody going to the game, but well, you have a saber. I mean, everybody's going to be at the Sabres game, aren't? No, never mind. <laughs> Sabres are playing. Martin. No, it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh, what would be the harm? I, I, I don't know. I mean, is it going to be that much better on Monday? Well, that's that's the thing. This is like <laughs> going to go through Monday morning. So, yeah. well, how much better is it going to be? I mean, you might be playing in more snow the, the longer you prolong it the more snow you might have to dig out from under. And then we get the call. Hey, we're looking for volunteers. Yeah. Come shovel out the stadium. Well, the NFL requires visiting teams to be in 24 hours prior. So Saturday morning, I would figure. So what? We're, we're what? 18 hours away. I yeah. would think from them determining, hey, we got to move the game here. Like we don't, we don't want the Steelers coming to town. Could be a mess. Could be an yeah. absolute mess. I mean, the good news for the Steelers is it's not like an inconvenient trip. It's it's relatively close when you consider how far some of these teams have to travel for their matchups. If you're wondering, no, they do not bus. <laughs> even though even though it's like a three hour ride, I would love that though. I yeah. would love it if if you know they decided no, not safe to fly. Let's get on the Steelers charter bus, like a scene from Major League. <laughs> They show up to the Bills. They show up to Highmark Stadium. There's no oh, hot water. Kenny right, Pickett, come back here. I, I know it's your turn in the rotation, but we're going to give 
Mason star today. He's got a little bit better record. Don't read anything into this. You're one of the guys who got us here. I know every line in that movie. Yeah. Well, uh, we've watched that one a few times. All right. We're going to get to uh, some takes next in the sports bar with I'll drink to that. Yeah. Um, as uh, I have a take here on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the we need a dome has a uh, crowd is uh, you're rearing its head here. And that's okay. I got thoughts on that here once and for all. Also. There should be another team that should consider moving on from their coach. I'm talking about a team that missed the postseason. And if this job became available, I would say this would be the job that Belichick would go to. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why this team should make this move. I've got a little bit more on that Lions-Rams matchup and what my expectation is from Lions fan come Sunday night. And a way to set a tone... When you're in the arcade, I'm celebrating my nephew Vincent's birthday this weekend. He's got the Papa shot down in the basement. And don't think I'm not ready to set a tone and absolutely obliterate <laughs> him at uh, at uh, basketball at the Papa shot there. We'll, we'll, I'll tell you what my, my strategy is. We'll get to that and more next with my non-sports take. More takes on tap next in the sports bar. You're listening to the sports bar with Danger and Vitaglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 